The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is again a portion of our epistle reading for this past Sunday, which was the 18th Sunday after Pentecost. We're looking at Philippians chapter 1 verses 18 to 24 and 27, where Paul was inspired to write. But what does it matter? The important thing is that in every way, in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached. And because of this, I rejoice. Yes, and I will continue to rejoice. For I know that through your prayers and the help given by the Spirit of Jesus Christ, what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage so that now as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. If I am to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet what shall I choose? I do not know. I am torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far. But it is more necessary for you that I remain in the body. My dear friends in Christ, Paul said here, I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage so that now as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. When you think about the Apostle Paul, you think about someone who faced many hardships for the sake of the gospel. He was imprisoned and beaten several times. Once he was actually even stoned and the people thought he was dead, but God didn't take his life at that particular time. He was left for dead. He was shipwrecked. He had mobs of people on a number of occasions who had, came after him to try to kill him. And church tradition, it tells us that Paul ended up dying a martyr's death for preaching the gospel under, under the Roman emperor Nero. But Paul knew that these hardships, even death, would never end up putting him to shame. And that's because he had been graciously called to faith in Jesus the Savior. And he knew that Jesus the Savior would always give him the help and the strength that he needed to continue to live for Christ, even as he faced those hardships and troubles. Paul. He wasn't really concerned about his earthly condition, his earthly existence, because he knew that his eternal soul was safe in Christ. He just wanted to be Christ, he just wanted Christ to be glorified by both his life and his death. Paul said, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. And that meant that even while he was in prison, Paul still looked at himself and thought of himself as being so richly blessed. 
so richly blessed because he had Jesus. And when we're troubled, like Paul, what we can do is recognize that we also are so richly blessed because we have Jesus. Furthermore, because we have Jesus, even in death, even if death were to tragically take us, what would our death be but God's way of taking us from this earth, from this earthly life to be with him forever in heaven? Paul said, if I am to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet what shall I choose? I do not know. Now you can hear Paul as he's speaking these words, talking about the dilemma that he faced. He was struggling between his own personal longing to be in heaven and to be with the Lord forever, and with the thought that if he lived, he could continue to live for Christ and to serve Christ in this life. And now actually when you think about it, Paul's dilemma wasn't Paul's dilemma at all. It wasn't in his hands. God is the one who would decide for Paul or for any of us when he would take us home to heaven. God's the one that determines how long we are here in this life, how long we're here to serve him. Of course, our all-knowing God, our all-knowing God who also loves us and is always concerned about what's doing best for us, he's the best one to make such a decision as to whether we stay here or we're taken home to heaven. He knows what's best for our eternal souls. Paul says, I am torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far, but it is more necessary for you that I remain in the body. And now this is a confession that really all of us Christians will want to make. We do long for the joys of heaven, but as long as we are still here in this life, we are here only because God deemed it necessary for us to be here and to use our lives to enrich the lives of others. And when God determines that it's no longer necessary for us to use our lives to enrich the lives of others, then God will call us home, take us home to be with him in heaven. Paul said, whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. But how do we conduct ourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ? How do we live for Christ? We can't be perfect and without sin. Prophet Isaiah says, all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. So conducting ourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel can't mean that we're perfect and without sin on our own. Rather, it means that what we do is we keep on humbly confessing our sins and our sorrow for our sins, looking in faith to Jesus for his forgiveness and also looking to the Holy Spirit for his help to fight against the sin that's in our lives so that we can better live for Christ. That's what 
That's what living for Christ is really all about. Living as, well, the sinners that we are, the forgiven sinners that we are, who have God's help and God's strength to fight against sin. So that we show that, with our lives, we show that it's only Christ who makes life really worth living for us or for anyone. And it's only Christ who gives real purpose and meaning to our lives. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we live in a sin-troubled world, and its problems are always around us. Help us always to know your grace, mercy, and love. Help us to remember that you are always with us and that you are making sure that all things in our lives work together for our eternal good, and that therefore we have every reason to always rejoice in the Lord and to live for Christ, who lived and died for us and paid for all of our sins. We pray in his name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.